Hello, I'm Bonnie Rabikoff, and we are back in the kitchen at 715 in Lawrence, Kansas, with their co-owners, General Manager Matt Hyde and Executive Chef Michael Beard. So, Michael, you started out in the kitchen by accident. You had finished college. You were on an internship, and they placed you in the kitchen instead of on the business side of the restaurant, and then you got bit? Yeah, it was... um... (laughs) You know, it was my first exposure to a, a real chef, and just seeing um, the work that he did, the the with the specials and and the the fresh produce that was coming in, and it was just it was amazing to me. I, I've never seen anything like that before. And um, and so, like many chefs that uh, executive chefs that I've talked with, at one point you decide if I'm doing this seriously, I want serious training. And where did you choose to get that? Well, I, I've always had a love for Italian cuisine, mm-hmm. and at first it was Italian-American cuisine, but the more I've learned about traditional Italian, um, the more fascinated I am with that. So there was re- never really any doubt that I was going to um, want to learn Italian cuisine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a matter of finding a school. And so uh, my idea was to uh, to somehow go to Italy, because I feel like if you're going to be trained in a particular cuisine, why mm-hmm. not go to where it's from? Sure. And so I, I started looking at schools, and I found a school uh, in Florence called Apicius Culinary Institute. And I went there um, basically to, you know, I got a, a student visa because that's pretty much the only way you can get a long-term visa. Right. Because work visas are near impossible. Right. And so my idea was to get there, get in school for an extended period of time, and then be able to, like, somehow wiggle my way into a restaurant. Uh, restaurant some way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so were you going to just use sh- the visa to get there and then quit school? I thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> we aren't going to talk about that part, however, oh, right. <laughs> on the show. Sorry about that. I know. So, so the chefs who have studied abroad tell me that they are really uh, submerged into the culture. That literally, they go to market and then they go into the kitchen and cook. Did you do that? Absolutely, and you know, just walking down the street. Uh, the smells in the air, mm. the 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 sounds of the people, the sounds of the the you know the windows open, and you hear cooking in there, and I mean it's just their 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 culture is so uh, revolves around food and cuisine. It's it's just it, it you can't you can't walk down the street without uh, you know running into food or something about food. Or Even the food eating carts it. are sure, just yeah. have amazing food, and I know the dish we're preparing today is is more. What you might call street More food, a food cart, yeah, yeah, food yeah. cart, street food. Okay, so you shopped the markets and you cooked the northern Italian Tuscan food. Um, what was the relationship between? Is the relationship between the chefs and the growers or the food product makers in Italy? Is that what you're replicating here? I I think they just. You know, for he, for here, everybody's comfortable and they want to make everything easy. Or I'm not saying everybody, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of lot of restaurants that do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas over there, they don't know any different, and it's just you know they have they have a person that grows this, and during this, you know, they know the best person to grow, you know, whenever fennel's in season or or eggplant, or they just know people, and that's the thing. They 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 know like one one Italian man said to me, and he was just basically just talking to him was like. I know whose hands picked this uh-huh. when talking about his vegetables that he had in his mm-hmm. home. And it's just mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, that means a lot. You know, that how means- many people can say that? 
Can you imagine a sales rep from one of the big food companies walk, <laughs> walking into a kitchen in Tuscany and trying to convince one of those guys? Who, oh, we, we took olive oil. He was working in this kitchen. We were over there together. Uh-huh. We took olive oil from maybe 10 kilometers away uh, to yes. this restaurant to give to the guys. Kind of a thank you for, the, for lunch sure. and everything. And he says, you know, wh- where is this from? What's you know, it, what is like, this? I, he's like, this isn't local. This, I get my olive oil from across the street. <laughs> For sure. Don't bring this six so that, miles. Might as well be from Spain. Yeah. Well, you know, but look look how local matters because they're trying to create a flavor that belongs to that village or that portion of Tuscany. And to do that, they have to have literally locally grown produce or olive oil or balsamic vinegar, let alone the the bread that's baked. Oh, so yeah. so you took and, and the passion around the food making there is extraordinary. Well, everybody there has their idea of how you should make something, you know, whether it be ragu, everybody has their own way. And that's a good thing about it. You know, you um over there, you know, I always bit my tongue quite a bit because I, I always let let them tell their stories because, you know, you, you can never really argue with an Italian about how they cook something. Wouldn't do so that. No, because their way is always the best that's way. That's the best way. And it's a wonder dinner ever gets served. There. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, especially while you're there, at like, listening to their stories. They tell stories. It's like I love that. Four weeks. Tell, yeah. well, how do you make the sauce? Well, what? how much time do you have? And they're going to tell you how they made the sauce. So you took the passion and you took the process of Tuscany brought it to thank you, Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And you're creating some of that relationship and connection with the local growers right here in Kansas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with our, our proteins. Um, you know, all our proteins that um have four legs uh are from the area. Okay. And then um I guess with with two legs as well. And, and two, wings. wings. And yeah. wings and <laughs> feathers and yeah. So, and I know you work with the growers, and to whatever extent possible, the mm-hmm. vegetables there yeah. are are also locally grown. The freshness, there's no substitute, let alone the flavor, which comes with being fresh. And we also know that foods are most nutritious when they're fresh because they're, re- they're retaining the vitamins and minerals that they're supposed to have. So, and delicious. The, the plate was wonderful. Duroc pork. It is a heritage meat. Why are you choosing heritage meats? Well, Duroc fits what we want uh, in a pig. Uh, it has mm-hmm. nice sized bellies, mm-hmm. nice hams, mm-hmm. um, good shoulders. And uh, Did you hear the way he talks. I know we are talking about a pig, so we'll <laughs> he says it stay such... focused. But you, the, the passion uh, for his little wow. cooking. There yeah. we go. I was a little uncomfortable. So there. I know you were mad. <laughs> nice you of all, you yeah. of all people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so but it has the the meat, the moisture, the marbling, the um. It, it fits our profile for does. what we need for a, a pork, a pig. And we see many of our chefs now. So many of them are devoted to local, as as are you. Mm-hmm. And they also care about the heritage meats because they haven't been genetically modified, and so the flavors are very rich and very authentic. Sure, it's not the other white meat. I mean, it's not pork, the other pork no. is red. No, it should, should it be, be red. Yep, it <laughs> it is. Now you are executive chef, which means that you're providing leadership in the kitchen. What is it you want to pass on to your cooks? Um, you've worked under executive chefs. What is it you're wanting to do? Uh, I just think that you know, I I I hope I, 
my passion for the food um, rubs off and, mm-hmm. and my uh, devotion to uh, trying to work uh, with, with great products is uh, it rubs off on them enough to um, where they understand that and, and the simplicity of how food can be, you know, it doesn't have to be all this, um, all these sauces and, and whatnot. It just can be really, really simple preparations and just using quality ingredients. Well, I noticed that you maintained the integrity of the ingredients, and that was a part of why it was so good. The simple and respect for the food. When we come back, we are going to make the signature dish of the porchetta panini with provolone and, of course, our duroc pork and a fried egg. Please stay with us in the kitchen for the signature dish at 715. 